welcome to the Uneducated and Angry Podcast. Thanks, Mum. I'm your host, Chris. Hoovered my grand, mopped my patio, decided to paint my mud black. <laughs> Jamie? Hello. Hello. Fuck you. Ask cancer. Oh, fuck you guys, I'm going home. Move on. Banksy. This is fucking Ricardo. Banksy, you're wrong. <laughs> I was definitely Banksy. Jesus Christ. Um, community idiot. Alfred. Alfred. Alfred Davis. Chucky. Mixed with Down syndrome. Suicide. So we've got a rich history. With the elections coming up again. I enjoy so. this album. You're an animal. You're an animal. Fuck it up, Jack. This whole thing is pathetic. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Uneducated and Angry podcast, the world's number one podcast. I am your host, Jamie, and tonight I am joined by Wanksy. Hello. And James. Summit about the Blasky. <laughs> you fucking mince cunt. It's Zdrasti. They know what I mean. No, no, they don't. We don't know what you mean, and we're part of the previous conversation, you fucking mincer. <laughs> For those that aren't aware, he's trying to say hello in fucking Bulgarian, but failing mm-hmm. miserably because he's a oh, fucking mincer. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Right Actually, then, guys, I was naming my favourite footballer. But I'll start off, uh, same as last time, really. I've done fuck all. On to you, Banksy. Uh, I've been sick, but we'll save that for the main podcast because I've done nothing else this week other than being other than be sick. Jamie, what have you done? Well, hopefully you got coronavirus and you're gonna fucking die. Um, same shit, different day for me. Nearly lost my nearly lost my job. That was fun. Um, yeah, fuck it. Just same old shitty fat ginger hobbit lifestyle of mine. But the only thing worse <laughs> than that is you had to hear about Banksy being sick twice. Yeah. Twice. Twice, yeah, because of fucking usual uneducated nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, long-time listeners of the show will probably be aware that Banksy and me disagree on almost everything, mostly because he's always fucking wrong. A big point of contention is our choice of movies. As per usual, Banksy's choices are fucking awful, and he disagrees. So what we're going to do tonight is have a bit of a discussion of our top 10 films list and James is sort of just going to mince around, probably fucking things up as usual. And pretend that I've seen half the movies. You forgot that bit. (laughs) And pretend that he's seen half the movies, yes. (laughs) Right, we're going to kick off with the number 10. My number 10 is either Pulp Fiction or Django Unchained. They are both exceptional movies and I can't pick which one's better, so they're both number 10. And that's going to be versus Banks's number ten, which is actually because we. This is the second time recording. Do I still get my two points head start? No, that's you. You lost that head start when you fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> but you, the problem you've lost is, it, mate, you lost it. You fucked it up, and we had to start again. By number nine, I'm going to be two 0 down. Exactly. In fact, no, exactly. Banks. Just let, let let me butt in just for a second for trying to you know conspire to cheat. In this quiz that was perfectly fair the first time we recorded it, there was never a 2-0 lead. I'm going to give Jamie a 2-0 lead this time. <laughs> it should be a 4-0 lead because of his stupid fucking bullshit that made us start again. such a cunt. Right, mine is <laughs> is 13 Hours, the Secret Super Soldiers of Benghazi. Yeah, which James. is... No, shut up, James, decide. Right, just act surprised. Banksy... Does this mm-hmm. film last for 13 hours? Oh, no, I've never heard this before. No, oh, it definitely oh, does. It lasts about one hour and 30 minutes. Something, something, LOL. litigation <laughs> culture, uh, false advertising, money in my back pocket, Jamie gets the point, case closed. Super duper. Number nine, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. What's your number nine? Even though we literally recorded this five minutes ago and cocked it up. I still can't get over that Beauty and the Beast is your number nine. Like, I'm just annoyed that he actually said it in English and not in, uh, you know, Yorkshire-ish. In Leeds. Beauty and Best. Beauty and Beast. Beauty and Beast. Beauty and Beast. But no, that, yeah, so Beauty and the Beast is my number nine. Uh, brilliant movie, wonderful songs, got Angela Lansbury in it. But either way, it doesn't make a difference because my song, my, my um, film is going to lose to what, Jamie? Aliens. Perfect. So, right, number eight. Hang on. And you put it up against yeah. 
Beauty and the Beast. Banksy, <laughs> just a quick question. This one's a bit off the cuff because mm-hmm. I didn't ask it last time. Uh, not not that the not the audience needs to know that was the last time. But uh, mm. what would you eat while watching Beauty and Beast? Hmm, that's a question. Pie and peas. Really? I'd feel. Uh, I, I don't know. know. I'd feel uncomfortable eating and watching it at the same time. Why? Well, because it involves watching. I don't it. think I. Well, if he was watching it, the the aneurysm it'd give you would probably make it physically impossible to eat food. Not for me, of course, because I'm fat and I can always eat food, but for the average listener. You didn't get that weight by accident, did you? So anyway, moving on to the next one. It took many years of practice (laughs) and fucking trying hard, mate, to get to this level. Yeah, do you know how difficult it is to do fuck all for 24 hours a day? And st- yeah, and st- it's, it's mind-numbing, mate. It's, it's a skill. <laughs> right. Um, we'll go to our number eight. I didn't give the point. It's 2-0 uh, to me. Yeah. I didn't give the point. Oh, did you no, not? No. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry for cutting you off no, there, Mr. Points. No, that's all right. Um, go on, Crutch. I just want to hear you laugh one more time at the very thought of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it, it's like, <laughs> imagine going up to someone and saying, what would you rather have? A hand job off Meghan Markle, or getting uh, Prince Andrew's dick up your ass. That's essentially what choice you've, you've just. No, given no. Prince with. Andrew wins every time. That's why Beauty and the Beast should win. <laughs> to, to be honest, I think I'd sooner receive a hand job from Edward Scissorhands than watch Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and anyway, anyway, it's like it, it's not even right. It's not even the best Disney film. Ah. <sighs> So out of the plethora of Disney films, I mean, you've got like The Lion King, Aladdin. It's a great movie. It's a better movie. Brilliant Aladdin, films like better that. Movie, better and movie. you pick Beauty and the Beast. It's Aladdin's got a better soundtrack than no, fucking Beauty and the Beast. No, so your it's, main argument no, there is still false. No, it doesn't have a better soundtrack. It's about terrorists, ISIS, counting down from 10 and then ending on a boom. And and um, Syrian training camps. That's what Aladdin's about. At least, yeah, so. but at least there's a bit of innuendo in Aladdin. There's a magic rug for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, a magic rug, not a rub. Right, go on, next one. Right, we're going on to number eight. Yeah, Crutch gets the point. This is about as far as we got last time when we tried <laughs> to record this. Has <laughs> my mic been working? Um, yeah, it's definitely been working yeah. this time. Right, I so I'd generate IT problems just to just so we could record again. See if I could change this. It's definitely not going to happen. Definitely Number eight, happen. Die Hard. Good choice, mate. Thank you. Your choices I know. so far, that is your first good choice. You can't and beat it's it. going up against another good film, because my number eight is Train Spotting. Oh. So that is... Why did we have technical issues at this point? This is the first serious round, I isn't know, it? mate. Fuck yeah, me. this is the first... Because the first two are throwaway rounds, because your choices are so fucking bad, because you're fucking usually shit. So Die Hard vs. Trainspotting, they are very good films. You know what I mean? Yeah. What would you go for, James? Ooh. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply the same logic as I did to uh, 13 Hours. Are there any trains in Trainspotting? Uh, no. I believe there is, actually. Yeah, no. when they I go just... out to the countryside, they go on a train, don't they? So there is a train in Trainspotting. Um, does Die Hard make you hard? Yes. Just me, mate. <laughs> Does anyone die in Die Especially Hard? At Christmas time, mate. Yeah, a black man dies in it. Um, are there any spots in Train Spotting? I don't fucking know. I feel like I'm exhausting oh, I... every detail of the movie just to make no, no, sure. No, no, that... no. I, c- I can give you something better. Do you want to support Edinburgh, or do you want to support Christmas? Yeah, but you're being a bit economical with the truth there, because. <laughs> what else am I supporting by supporting Die Hard? Christmas. Alan Rickman. Terrorism. Germans with mullets. And Even though he's played by a British guy. Yeah. Men in vests. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. Die Hard, Die Hard gets the point. Sorry, Crutch. <laughs> Why am I arguing for you? Why was I arguing for you there? Uh, to be fair, out of Train Spotting and Die Hard, Die Hard is probably the film that I could watch more, I reckon. I'll tell you something. Uh, we'll discuss this off, but I've never seen Train Spotting. Have you not? Oh, mate, it is it is a masterpiece, mate. It, like, so many... Oh. Does it have Ewan McGregor in it? Yeah, Ewan McGregor, directed by... Is that Danny the one Boyle. where he goes into the toilet? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen it. I'm sorry. I have seen it. Description of a film. amazing. <laughs> he got it, didn't he? Can you imagine right, that someone that's never seen that film? Hugh McGregor mm. climbs into a toilet. <laughs> Off that alone, I'd, if, if I'd have heard yeah. that alone, I would have just gone, I ain't watching that. <laughs> Damn, this is what I should have done with Beauty and the Beast. No, you never. There's a talking wardrobe <laughs> and a chandelier. Yeah, can you imagine describing like Stephen King in that vague of a fashion? Like describing The Shining. Oh, yeah, a family so- goes on holiday. <laughs> the dad, the dad, the dad gets sick of it. <laughs> yeah, the the dad's training to be a lumberjack. Yeah. Who even rides fucking tricycles indoors? No etiquette. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No right, one else. On, next one. There's no one else there. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So you win that one. It's two one, which fucking is ridiculous because you know you're shit. Right, anyway, number one. seven. What's your number seven choice? Two one. I gave Crutchy extra two points. Oh, whatever. Alright, so 4-1. You, so, you were conspiring number to seven. cheat. Number 7. We'll call it 2-1, number 7. You were seven. conspiring to cheat. Yeah, right, number 7 then. Right, what was your number 7 choice? I'm going to give you a plot. This is a little bit like, actually, what you're on about with The Shining and other things. A man <laughs> enters a phone booth. 78 <laughs> minutes later, he leaves Still the phone in. booth. Said, yeah. said phone booth. <laughs> but, yeah, the movie is called... Training day. No, it's phone booth, obviously. Well, you're putting phone booth. To be fair, that describes half the videos on the internet. Film. Well, it starts in a phone booth. It lasts for just over an hour, and it finishes in a phone booth. That describes. Do you know how many? Do you know how many videos I've watched on the internet? Many, 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 many videos. Do you know how many of them involved someone getting on a phone in a phone booth for seventy minutes? Zero. No, it, no, it's just the ones that you watch. They don't make it out the phone booth afterwards. Can we dock him points? I think so, yeah. I think James is on minus two points, mate. You fucking idiot. That's, That's the right. most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. No, no. <laughs> I'll find some links for you. Right, so, but, your seven, your number seven is phone booth, which is a dull fucking film. And you're putting it up against Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Goodwill Hunting. Is exceptional film, won Oscars. Could not disagree anymore. But yet again, I'm not going for like things where because Goodwill Hunting, there's a good argument it could be in my list. But I thought about two ways of doing my list. So I, all my movies are the ones that I'm just like, oh, I really like that movie, and some are terrible, and some are whatever. Most are terrible. Um, in your opinion, what you've gone for is IMDb top 100 list. And you I just have not. a problem. Bitch, have please. Not done that. Bitch, please. Like... You got two ears, one mouth. Two ears, one mouth. And what you haven't done <laughs> is what you should have done is Google the Martin Scorsese top ten movies, and then you would have won hands down. The reason why Phone Booth is so good is because it's so surprising, and I genuinely think because it is just a man in a phone booth. And 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 what's really good about it is I think it genuinely adds suspense, and not only that, it makes you realise that. Actually, Colin Farrell can act. It also makes you realise that Forrest Whitaker really needs to get his eye sorted. Because <laughs> he's I think brilliant. That he's got, he's got... the one that did start the Forrest Whitaker eye meme, I think. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, because he's, he's got one eye on the phone booth and another eye on the sniper. It's just the other eye. <laughs> the the other eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just the other eye. He didn't realise. I think when it ends with Kiefer Sutherland going, mm. past, the, going past the ambulance, and it, and it don't get it. I don't think it's like an M Night Sh- Shalimam thing. <laughs> no, M. no, Night you know, what? like Shalimam. M, M, M Night Himalayas. Um, but I don't think it's it's up there with him, like in terms of like the twist level. But I think it's such a good twist. What is actually a very simple movie, and that's why it's a in there because boring, it's surprising. That, I will give you that. That bit at the end when he walks past and he. he... Didn't he say hello or something? I can't remember. Yeah, but you know it's him because of the voice. Yeah, and he says something, and you're like, "Oh, it's the sniper!" And you're like, "That is that there? That thirty second bit of film is the only bit that was interesting in the fucking Aaronar film. It's a terrible film, mate. It's it's so bad. It's terrible." And then you're putting it up against Goodwill Hunted as Minnie Driver when she was fucking tidy, Robin Williams. Who was a powerhouse of an actor in that film, and then you got fucking the other two. What they're called now? Ben, Ben, um, 
What's his fucking name? Ben yeah, Affleck. Ben and Ben Affleck and um, yeah. so already, already on one because it had it had Ben Affleck. <laughs> I, can't, in it. I can't remember the name. So you got them powerhouse of acting, and then you putting it up against fucking phone booth. Hold on, Ben Affleck comes under the comes under the like the realm of powerhouse of acting. He was in, in that Harbor. film. He does. Don't Bill get me wrong, Harman. he's been in some garbage films, especially lately mm-hmm. when he's been in like Batman and stuff, because they're all terrible films. But Dogma, it was great in Dogma. This, Goodwill Hunting, it was fantastic. His accent was a bit ropey, but it was still very good in it. It was worse than Dick Van Dyke doing an English accent in Mary Poppins. No, no spoilers, fancy. <laughs> that's that's your number four. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can I just make a point on these two? Uh, I struggle to work out how the name Goodwill Hunting can arrive naturally unless it's a film about a boy called Will who's good it is and about just boy happens Will. to be hunting. Any spoiler alert, What is sir? the name? Your fucking oh, logic a... baffles me, mate. Like... He is actually <laughs> called Will Hunting, in fairness. Yeah. Really. <laughs> but yeah. considering that he does... He does cause he's, well, it should be like genius Will Hunting or likes to throw a punch Will Hunting... It's not really good because it was so it, it was it was so good that what twenty five years later or whatever twenty years later Robin Williams killed himself because he could not make Goodwill Hunting into a good life. So therefore, it's <laughs> logic alone makes me. This win. is uh, this is your turn to sort of be criticised. They mm-hmm, could probably go. do a sequel to Goodwill Hunting. I'm just guessing. I've never watched it. If they were to do a sequel to Phone Booth, they'd struggle to make anything out of a phone booth which doesn't have a phone inside. It has a defibrillator, or it is the local village library. No, 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 no. They call it they call it Carphone Warehouse. They've expanded. Ah. They've expanded the horizons. Ah. Do you get <laughs> so there's do you get a free phones. smartwatch every time you uh, buy a movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, as long as long as you get the eighteen month subscription, you get a smartwatch and or a tablet. Five ah, G ready. Um, well, it depends if you want to get the contract. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, possibly. I, 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 well, anyways, well, we're digressing here. We are digressing massively. Right. I, I can't accept phone booth as a winning answer because... Well, that's is, good because no one yeah, cares about your opinion. You can't James accept James the ref. Uh, you docked me two points, didn't you, even though I'm not part of the competition? Banks, you did. Banks, you did. I didn't. <laughs> I um, fucking said it. No, I didn't. Cheating again. I just you said it. I went along with it. I'm not going to deny that I went along with it, but you brought it up. Cheating again. <laughs> no, I'm really considering that they're, they're both potentially really good options. I suppose I'd have to give oh, myself mate, two my points. So I don't even, nearly give myself whiplash. I think I'll have to give out. myself two points for that Fast and Furious film where they did a bit of racing. Okay. So, right. yeah. so, right, who, so who gets the point? Who, who wins? Who wins there? We need hey? to. We need to get past this because I'm not being on minus two points. We're on the ref. Uh, <laughs> well, then get, for, we'll give the points to me because he's for, for your stubbornness. I'm giving back to you the point. Fuck you. Oh, fuck Thank you. you. Two two. So what? It's a two two through fucking sheer cheating. Fuck you. Right. What's your <laughs> What's your number six? Dare I ask? <laughs> My number six is Zookeeper's Wife. Zookeeper's Wife. <laughs> Brilliant movie. Jessica Chastain, Daniel Brühl, and it's about uh, it's about a zoo a in Prague, wife. I think. It's a zoo in Prague, and basically how they the the crazy Nazis came in and they wanted the they took over the they took over the zoo to to to. Uh, keep all like they turn it into some sort of camp or whatever for all the Nazis and all these other things. But then this the zookeeper and his wife basically said like fuck you, and they they basically looked after loads of Jews and all these other things and and uh, helped bring them to safety right under the noses of the Nazis. And it's a true story as well. So zookeeper's wife. Thanks, it. Why mm-hmm. do all your film titles sound like nursery rhymes? <laughs> um, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Phone Booth, Die Hard. What? How could they? They don't. Yeah, I was well, laughing at the you... stupidity of the statement. Yeah, yeah. Zookeeper's wife. <laughs> yeah. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, and the zookeeper's wife. But where does the Die Hard and the Phone Booth come uh, into? It just it? depends how fucking the, the Beast. Is. 
Obviously, yours, yours must is... be fucking mental, mate. Yeah, yours must be like Alfie Davis level. So fascinatingly, I'm telling you. Or doesn't right, work. Right, so you you pick in the zookeeper's wife, which is a terrible film, but a very good story. I do like the story of it. I've read the book. It was really good, really interesting. However, you the read. film is pretty garbage. <laughs> I mean, the CGI in it was terrible. The fucking acting was ropey. Uh, it, it tried to make it more of a love story than the actual fucking bravery of what went on. I think it was just garbage. However, my number six is Sicario, which is a fucking masterpiece mm. of... of um, how an action movie should be done. Not so much an action movie, because it's a thriller. It was it was just the way it built the film and got it going and set the tension. I mean, the opening scene where Emily Blunt and her, her FBI team do the raid on the, uh, the the drug dealer's house and they find the dead bodies and stuff. I mean, it was, it was fucking amazing. And from there, to go through the film as the story slowly unravels and you watch her character slowly descend and start to lose her faith in the system as the jo- as mm. it goes along because the, it gets quite more questionable on the legality of what they're doing. I think it was just amazing. It's one of one of the best films ever made. It's definitely one of the best thrillers ever made. And so was the sequel. Took- the sequel managed to pull off even what the first one did, but even better, I think. It took me by surprise as to how good it was. And mm. I, still rem- I still really like the scene where I think they're going into Mexico. Yeah. And um and as they as they're going into Mexico, um uh they get stuck at the border or something or something like that and there's a gun on on, on the motorway. Ah right, and, you're um, on a bit when they're coming back into the US. So if for anyone that's not seen the film, um the 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 intelligence team based up of special forces and police and whatever, they're going to Mexico to get this uh this drug lord, and as they come back, they get stuck at the border, and the cartels have planned an ambush to try and rescue their their cartel boss. And the way they work out that scene is done so well. And for anyone that's been in the military or anyone that's studied military tactics, and you see like the proficiency of how the people who choreograph that, like you could see how well thought out that scene was. I mean, like I said, it's a thriller, not an action action film, and the action scenes in it are done so well. I think it it, it is just genuinely a fantastic film, and the level of detail that they put in through the film, if you pay attention to it, like for instance, Emily Blunt's character in it starts off as this, you know, like chipper little FBI agent, you know, she she wants to get the job and make a difference, and as you slowly see her unravel. Like, even through the film, like, her clothes get more faded, like, as she's starting to lose her mind. So she starts off with, like, this bright, like, bright blue top. And as the film goes through, it gets more and more faded up until near the end of the film. It's, like, little details like that. It's amazing. Um. And then you'll point it up against the zookeeper's wife, which was a fucking... Again, another fucking to be... waste of film. When the, 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 the source material of that film, of like you said, the, the true story of what happened... Is so much better than what the fucking film made out made it out to be. It's terrible, terrible. <laughs> to be fair though, Crutch, the FBI is just a uh, dyslexic lie, isn't it? <laughs> a fib. Why? Freddy anagram robbers. Oh, a fib. <laughs> oh my fucking god, that was so stupid. My brain just switched off. <laughs> That's nearly as bad with the what's an anagram of what's an anagram of ginger. Now that that's going to be the new thing. I haven't told anyone yet, uh, which I probably should have done. Mm. There's going to be an anagram every single week, but this week the FBI is a dyslexic lie. Moving on. That's what that's that's the name of the podcast. Um, a fucking fib. <laughs> you are so fucking stupid. It's unreal. <laughs> Hang on, don't say, oh don't say that God. to me before I've gave the point to someone. Um... <laughs> Come on, stop cheating, stop cheating. I'm trying to prove a point here. So, let's go. Zookeeper's wife to... versus Sicario. You, you did you did a bit of waffling for about five minutes over your movie crutch, so I'll let you have the point for that. Mm. <laughs> you, you kept Banksy quiet for over three minutes, and I watched. It's because I was being polite. <laughs> It's because I'm being polite. 
Oh, God. Well, I, I, I can't get behind Zookeeper's Wife. I think it's a terrible film. I nearly killed myself watching that. So, right. So I win. Let's move on. Right, number five. What's your number five? My number five is... Uh, Tottenham. <laughs> I personally hate this film. I really do. That's your fault. It's got half-naked men. I will admit that it's a very popular film and well-liked, and the reactions I've seen to the, you know, the announcement of the second film they were doing were all positive. I can understand why people like it. I personally fucking hate it. It's such a terrible film. And Mm. I like Tom Cruise as an actor as well, especially at that time. He, He was doing some good films, but then he goes and does Top Gun. I was inverted. Ugh, fucking hell. I was glad when that other guy died in it. Fucking so happy. Best part of the film. Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> well, have you heard what they're doing with the new movie? I don't know. <coughs> so, say, so a lot of it is actually shot live inside a plane. And the dog fights, it's all the expressions of like when they're talking, the actors mm. who, who are in it. Um, it's all while they're in the jets. And it's yeah, something yeah. that the um, the the... Jerry Buckheimer, I think, is Jer- the Jerry Buckheimer. Yeah, Buckheimer. I, and I think he, I think he was like very much like this is how it's gonna be done. So like, Tom Cruise basically is known for being a bit of a mentalist, especially for doing his own stunts and stuff like that. But I'm yeah. just like, all right, you're pushing. I mean, I'm not using like a pun or anything here, but they're pushing the envelope as such, you know, by by doing by filming. You know, imagine going up for eight hours a day, ten hours a day, flying around like that and having and having to act. You know, you're just like. You just like all you gotta do is like say bogey to your left, but you're like bogey to your left. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? You just like, <laughs> Close! Um But no, uh, I, I just mean, like I... that movie. For me, that movie's got everything. It's got comedy, action, romance. Um, it's a really nice, easy story. It's got the sadness. I just think it's brilliant. I I disagree. I think it's complete cheesy bullshit. I, I really don't like it. I just. Oh, it's just not for me. Like I said before, I can concede and say I understand why people like it. I know that it's, excuse me, massively popular, but it's just really not for me at all. Mm. Yeah. Each their own. What's yours? Mm. Right, my number five is Pan's Labyrinth, which is a film by um, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, or if you fucking say his name, is Spanish guy. Um, it's it's a fantasy film, but like because I'm a huge fan of like set piece design and and characters character design and like you know when you watch monster films and rather than just some cgi wank fest it's all like practical effects and stuff like i get a hard on over that sort of stuff i I fucking love it and that film it's all mostly practical effects i mean the 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 creatures in it are so well thought out and unique i I just genuinely it's a spanish film so if you're not a fan of watching foreign language films you you really won't like it because it is all in spanish mm. and you have to read the subtitles but oh you can just I can, just understand, the language. I can understand spanish it's just a brilliant film mm. Mm. can you see maybe not <laughs> see, see, oh, God. I, people are gonna think this is another one wrote that as a joke <laughs> yeah 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 no we genuinely this funny sometimes that was, that was no, that, um, yeah Really? Um, no, I've <clears throat> honestly, I've never seen this movie. When you first said it, I thought you was on about the David Bowie version. Who? Um, no, and then when you started the talking, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, does it bear any resemblance to that <laughs> at all? No, not really. No, it's um, it's about this this young girl. It's uh, I, I don't know if you know much about Spanish history, but they had See? a pretty brutal civil war, and um, it's about this young girl and. A mother's married this geezer. He's like a fucking captain or whatever in in the uh, the fascist um, Spanish side. He burst through like the door and he said, "Don't you stuff. know I'm loco?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's about her trying to live in this like like this rural part of like this little village, and there's this labyrinth there, and she like you know it's all about this young girl's imagination and stuff and. Like it's really like if you like fantasy films, like you'll really get a lot out of it because it's Guillermo del Toro and he he tends to do fantasy fantasy films really really well. Mm. I, I just genuinely thought it was brilliant. 
Personally, I think it's a lot better than Top Gun. Fucking art shit bores me. Bore fest. Well, it it don't make a difference. The only person who whose opinion matters yeah. is James, who's the who's the judge, jury, and executioner on this. So James, who gets the point? Top Gun or Pan's Labyrinth? Uh... A film with sweaty men, or, or a film that you have to read to understand? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, I'm glad you put me in the picture. To be fair, because I forgot what films you were talking about for a second. Uh, so, Pan's Labyrinth or Top Gun? It's gonna have to be Top Gun. You can't mention a pan when I'm halfway through recording a podcast, hoping I won't need a shit at any point. <laughs> so there we are. So right. in fairness, so, what does that put the scars at? Three, three. Um, that was films number five, wasn't it? That was films number five. So it's yeah. got to be three, two to someone. I think it's three, two to you, Banksy. Are you sure? Because I won the first two. Oh, hang on. If that's film five, that would have been. That would that'd be round six, wouldn't it? So it's three, three. Yeah, three, three. This is well rehearsed again, I think. as ever. <laughs> we put so much effort into this. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, hang so on, number. Senor James is coming out. Tres, tres. It's the score. What? It's three, three. three. <laughs> you fucking idiot, you. Right, so three, three. Um, what's your number four then? Mm, my number four is Quattro. Um, <laughs> my number four is America. Fuck yeah, Team America. Team America, yeah, yeah, Team well, my, America. Love it. That is, is that is a very good film. I fucking love that, and it's up against John Wick, which is also a very fucking good film. <laughs> It's well. The thing, is, what I like about Team America is once again not only the songs, because I think the songs uh, are just. I do like songs. I like musicals, um, but it's it's those people who do obviously Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who are also my number three. Um, but they they do, they do that thing where they don't hide the facts that the puppets. It's like everything that they used to do in Thunderbirds or Stingray or. Or, or whatever else, it, it, everything's exasperated, everything exaggerated in the movements. Um, the there's the speech with the dicks, pussies, and arsehole speech. When I think when you really dig into it, it shows how fucking clever those two can be. Yeah, because oh. it's a great it's a great speech. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I think I think this is a hard one for me because I am a fanboy over over Matt and Trey Parker, Matt and, Matt, I, Matt, so, and Trey Parker, and. Mm. Because I, I genuinely think they are some of the best satirists going. I, I love Team America. I love mm. South Park. You know, Basketball. I, I really want to see the Book of Mormon. I've not seen that. Basketball. Another that's criminally underrated. Mm. So, so basketball. And, and John, John Wick is. It's a film that um, has revolutionised that action films because it showed that you can do in camera action without having to do. 15 fucking camera cuts like they do with the Taken franchise for him to climb over a fucking fence. So it's mm-hmm. two very good films and I personally am going to have to say Team America because it is just fucking brilliant. Uh, it's one of the best comedy get... satire mm-hmm. films going. Because <laughs> I just I just think, plus the story in itself, even though it is, because that's the other thing, the story is still proper bro and it's mm. proper American. But it, it's it's done like that. To take on a the purpose, piss out of America. Ev- yeah, yeah. Mm. and, and, and it's, the way like, they take such a dig at Hollywood, like with all the actors, mm. like we are fair, uh, the film actors good. Yeah, we hear a fact. And like their Kim so, Jong Un is so fucking brilliant, like it, so it is, It's a masterpiece of political satire. That well, any sort mm. of satire really, just because they give everyone the fucking finger. And, and did you know after that film? Sean Penn wrote Matt and Trey Parker a letter kicking off at the balls that they had to take the piss out of people the way they did. Right, it's no worse than what Ricky Gervais did. He got mega offended, that's why. He's like, how dare you 
like take the piss out of us and when we're trying to make the world a better place and stuff which is like exactly what they were taking the piss out of him for doing <laughs> mm. it's so, like well thank you for understanding my point so yeah, i'm exactly. guessing i'm guessing james if jamie has conceded yeah i'm gonna have to, to concede me? Yeah, yeah to be honest, I was going to give you the point anyway, Banksy, just because I'm sick of hearing how nice Keanu Reeves is. No fuckers that nice. <laughs> mm, well, we said this on the podcast. <laughs> I think that yeah. Keanu Reeves is, is hiding some sort of... He's and got it, a sex dungeon say it. He's got a sex yeah. dungeon. He has got skeletons yeah, in his Filipino closet. Filipino girls in it. It, yeah, it, it, hurts. it hurts. It hurts to agree with it, but Keanu Reeves is in, is in blender time. Plus, yeah. that nice? so, Plus, so number three, he fucking drives a bus in a straight line, making out that it's difficult to maintain a decent speed. He doesn't drive a bus in a straight line. For most Sandra of the movie, Bullock he does. does. Oh, shit, yeah. All right, then. No, he doesn't. All right, Sandra then. Bullock does. He, he hacks <laughs> the VHS CCTV system, which, which is, you know, just... Which, in fairness, is even better, because Bridges she's a woman. The computer mission um, act. If anything, that film's a critique on women driving. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch her in anything, but, um, to be fair. She's got a proper, neatly shaped scrotum on the tip of her nose. <laughs> fuck off, James. That's the worst <laughs> joke I've heard in no, a while. No, she has. That, that wasn't a joke. That is God. genuinely... Are you just playing on the fact that her surname's Bullock? No, her nose looks like <laughs> a pair of bollocks. As much as she's not the best actor in the world, she was very good in No, heat. she's not an actor. She's an actress. It's a brilliant film. It's a good job there's no bonus points. Is it heat? Oh, I see heat? what it means. I see yeah. what it means, yeah. yeah. Did you use your keyboard to Google that, Banksy? <laughs> no. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> I just oh, yeah. happened to have Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock up anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it does, it does look like she's got a nose going on the end of her nose. Anyway, um, right, number so, three. Yeah, number three for me is one of the best dark comedies ever written. It's probably one of the films I've quoted the most, and it's in Bruges. Okay, so my number three, James has already said that he really likes this movie. <laughs> it's Basketball. <laughs> Should we just make this one short um, and sweet and say Banksy wins the point? <laughs> no, because he doesn't, love it. he doesn't win the point. Because you I, don't decide. I've already, I've already said that Basketball... <laughs> Is a very funny film. I like it. I fucking fanboy over. You said Matt it's and Trey, criminally underrated. Discussed. It is criminally mm. underrated, so it's worth a but it's not dig as good it, as fucking in Bruges. This Mister Far it's, Three. It's down. nowhere near as good as in Bruges. Nowhere near as it, fucking good. No, in Bruges, in Bruges, I've seen that. No, <laughs> yeah. in Bruges, James. In I I cannot. You will fucking love it, and I'm I'm telling you now. If you give him a point, and then you watch in Bruges, you will fucking kill yourself. For giving him a point, uh, In Bruges so, is a masterpiece of dark comedy and British humour. In Bruges is very, very good. I have only seen it once, and it was on the recommendation of um, of of um, of you guys. And I told Elizabeth about it. She was like, "What? You've never seen that?" Um, and and we watched it, and it and it was it's very good. It's very funny, but it's not. You know, an underdog it, story. It, can it's I just say, Banksy? It's not about being an underdog story. I... It's about fucking Colin Farrell being a fucking hilarious motherfucker. It's about yeah, Ralph basketball Fiennes. is, is, even, is Ralph, even better. Ralph Fiennes, a thespian actor in that film, mm. is one of the funniest fucking characters ever written, other than Robert Downey Jr.'s fucking character in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh, Downey. I'm telling you. He's, like, when he's yelling at his wife, and his wife's like... Harry, it's an inanimate fucking object. And he's like, you're an inanimate fucking object. It's amazing. Mm. Comedy gold, mate. And you're picking Basketball, which is, again, a very funny film, but it's nowhere near as good as in Bruges. Banksy, can I just say as well, I'm really looking forward mm. to the day that Elizabeth does a uh, special guest appearance on the pod. Because either mm -hmm. you do a really shit impression of her, or you've poisoned her with a Yorkshire accent. Because every time you say something <laughs> she said, it sounds like she's from fucking Wakefield. She's... No, no. I'll tell you something, though. I will concede one thing, right? Right, yeah. I, I, I will... I will happily concede if Jamie, who's who's a super big fan of In Bruges, can answer me one thing. Here we go. Go on. All right. 
Um, do you just out of interest because it will help you out? Do you know the writer of In Bruges? No, I don't. So I'm willing to help you out a little bit. Perfect. Um, the writer of of In Bruges is called Martin McDonough, right? He's yeah. also the writer of of two massive movies. Give me one of them. I, I don't know them because I don't pay attention to that. Well, there we go then. Seven Psychopaths and the Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. So I just want to point out, Mister, I only go. They are very good films, two, but, two very but good I just want to say, man, I just want to say, I can tell you other movies that that Matt um, Stone and Trey Parker have wrote, and that was South Park. Oh, they, they did. did they, they didn't write that, did they? Uh, they did. They did honestly, God, they wrote that. I don't think they wrote basketball. I think they just starred in it. No, no, they wrote that completely by themselves. It was, it was their, sure they didn't. It was their second. It was their second ever movie, and the first one that they did was as um was a, that was that was a live sort of movie they did at university, and it's what they did for Ray Parker um, to help him out, and they did it as a laugh. Now you're talking about Hannibal the Musical, which was a college no. thing. They also did. Um, no. What's that one where the Mormon was like a fucking porn porn star, or whatever? What's it fucking called now? I can't remember, but I'm sure they didn't write basically. Was it called Horn on Mormon? No. <laughs> no, they 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 wrote it with them. They they wrote. Oh, I'm guessing they had a writers' crew or whatever. But they 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 were the writers of it. But anyway, Maxie, what's the guy called again? James Bruce, the guy that wrote it. Martin McDonough. No, too much alliteration. I'm gonna have to give you the point, Banksy. Yay! Five three, dickhead. <sighs> Right, I'm, I'm losing this because James is a fucking mince cunt. I've That's told you, I've not seen half right. the movies, but if you say Matt Stone and Trey Parker to me, you're basically asking me at the chippy, do I want salt and vinegar? In which case, the answer right. is yes. You get the point. You've conceded. You, you don't realise how much of a lost the next mistake one. you've just made. Because I think I've lost the next in one. Bruce is better. In Bruce is better, and I'm going to make you watch it, and I'm going to make you fucking kill yourself. I'm gonna go full Jeff. I want, I want you to become a. Uh, I want you to become a midwife crutch. Mm-hmm. Just the way you said, you don't realise how much of a mistake you've just made. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear you say that on a daily basis to people yeah. that. I just get care. abortion cards made up for the nearest abortion <laughs> clinic as I give it to the parents. Just use, like, have an abortion. Just use, have an abortion. Just, you should just give people a photo of your face. That's enough to be a to be a contraceptive. But anyway, what's your number two, Jamie? Kids? Right, my number two is an absolute classic, Starship Troopers, mate. What's yours? Very good movie. Very good movie. A Quiet Place. It's all right. It's all right. A bit boring. I think that no. was criminally overrated. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to say something's underrated now because no, you lose. No. <laughs> I like Emily Blunt and I like John Krasinski, who directed it and starred in it. I thought I've, I really like them as actors. They've been in some brilliant films. It's not that good mm-hmm. of a film. What? It's just not that good of a film. I, I watched it. I it was alright. I wouldn't say it's a bad film, but it's mm-hmm. not fucking top ten worthy. Anyone that says that is wrong. Like Ooh, yourself. Right. Can I just say as well, before so, I offer my opinions, I've just gone to scratch my balls, inadvertently squeeze one of them, and I'm now trying to keep a good face on so I can listen and be in pain at the same time. Well do you, you know what? This is really good hero. because what you're actually doing what you're actually doing is is you're keeping your pain silent, which is exactly what you need to do when if you're in the world of a quiet place. Ooh. Because what what see what that's a segue. Because what are you familiar with a quiet place? The movie, I'm guessing not, James. Good answer. Anyways, no, I'll just that's what the movie's called the say... quiet place. How do you answer that question? Alright. Alright, so are you familiar <laughs> with the movie? You dickhead. I'm guessing it's James, no. Yeah, I'm guessing it's a no. But basically, what a quiet place is <laughs> is there's, they're in this sort of like I don't know, like would you call it like a post-apocalyptic world? James? Mm-hmm. That would be a very quiet yeah, place. It's to be the fair. apocalypse, isn't it? And yeah. um, and basically, very quickly, you, you learn why these people can't talk, and there's like just these crazy creatures. And the whole movie, it's not a silent movie as such because a lot of the acting is 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 basically through body language. Um, and 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 they they just can't talk, and they're just trying to keep the family safe, and and that's just it. They're on this journey, and it's just a really good movie. So it's porn with just the sound off. Right. Um, there is sex in it. Was it yeah. quiet? Yeah. Um, mm. No, she did. She did make noises when they was having sex. They did make noises. Ah. 
and oh. these creatures came along. A bit of a ironic iconography to put in a film mm-hmm. with such a title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but Starship Troopers amazing is film. a good movie. It is absolutely a film. fucking amazing film, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, PG thirteen titties. That's all I'm going to say. PG thirteen titties, mate. Denise He's Richards. He's going for low blows, isn't he? Denise Richards pre fucking AIDS and uh, shit that she got from Charlie Sheen when she was lovely. I wonder what her. Uh, I wonder what her auntie calls her. <laughs> oh, fuck knows. I reckon she <laughs> calls her Denise. <laughs> Uh, where would we be on this podcast without these wank jokes? Um, probably with a couple of less listens. Um, I can't believe I'm laughing at that. That's such a terrible joke. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, so you've got Starship Troopers or A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, a film where not much happens until the end. Fuck it. Except for the birthing scene, which was. Amazing acting by Emily Blunt. That was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. There we are. Look, he's touting my movie Troopers, up again, mate. so I should win. I'm not. I'm just saying one scene on it was good. It was an okay film, but it's nowhere near as good as Starship, Starship Troopers, mate. Which mm-hmm. is a fucking brilliant film. So, go on, James. Is it me? Or is it Jamie? Uh, can we just flip a coin on this one? Because I've seen neither of them. Well, do you know what? I'm happy to say Jamie wins that one. Go on, Jamie, you win I'm, that I'm one. I'm more than happy. It's a better mm. fucking film. You win that one, Chris. So now, so basically, this is what happens. If I win the next one, I win. If you win the next one, it's, it's a draw. A draw. <laughs> mm. I, I, I quite so, happily say that I've won this hands down because it's no. a hell of a lot better than your choice, if I no. remember right. No, you go first then. No, this is how much, uh, James, this is how much he likes his movie. He likes his movie so much that on the list that he sent and I paid no attention to, it says what it says, but the last word is spelled P-A instead of P-Y. That's how much he likes this movie. I hope you weren't trying to spell PG tips because he's fucked it. Yeah, because it's Yorkshire Yorkshire tea for a start. Are you taking the piss out of a mentally retarded individual? Yes. No, you're ginger. You're not mentally retarded. I fucking am, mate. Jesus. Come on, you laughed at. <laughs> you managed you laughed at a joke about Denise. You, you managed you're to spell. Retarded. No, but you managed. You managed to spell labyrinth right, and that's much harder than the, this word. Mate, I can't help the fact that it's if it come up with a red line underneath it, I'll be like, oh, that needs to be changed spelling. But it's spelt mm. that way, and Microsoft Word went, you got that right, mate, for once. No, because because I can't you're help so that. stupid. I'm terrible at spelling, mate. I'm not interested no, in learning to spell. You're so stupid that even your laptop has just become like you. But go on, James. <laughs> count us in. Count us into the number one so we either get we, right. we either get a winner or we draw. Which, right, either so, way, Jamie, is a win for me. My film is Boy in the Striped Pyjamas. It's a fantastic film. It is. And it made me cry like a little bitch, mate. It was that good. I was no, but you uh, you cry all the time when it's not two for Tuesdays every other day than Tuesday. <laughs> right to put it into perspective, right? Perspective. I did cry when family members die. Let's put it this way, right? I've not cried when family members die. I don't cry over anything. This film mm. had me sobbing like a fucking bitch, mate. It's that good. The the ending on it is that phenomenal. It's just fucking brilliant film. Add me sobbing like a little bitch, mate. What have you got? What's your number one? My number one movie, and Cookie agreed with this as well. My number one movie. Oh, is... so Chris, Chris is right, is he? Oh, have you heard? No, this Chris guy? is a right. Chris is a right. But no, no, he, he, no, but he didn't think that it should have been number one. But he agrees it's the best one out of this whole series. Is Mission Impossible, two. It's not the best one in the series. The first one was the best one in the series. Banksy. The fucking first mm-hmm. one. How the, the fuck could one. you put a Mission Impossible film in there when Rocky Four exists? When Star Wars See, Episode Rocky Five Four. exists? Even fucking Disney because. Cars is better than Mission Impossible. But go because. on, I'll, I'll hear you out. Let me, go back, let me go back to my point. All I haven't gone for... Comes like for for instance, great movies as such. All I've gone for is movies that I just really like, and I don't care. For instance, like like I agree, uh, the uh, I would have gone for Rocky Three personally over Rocky Four. Um, I, I could have even put in Wolf of Wall Street, mm. um, because I really like that movie. 
Um, I could have put in the mask, but but or Ace Ventura's, for instance. But I really like all my movies. And the thing with Mission Impossible Two is, I think yet again I'm just repeating the same things, but it, it's a great story. Some brilliant action scenes in it. Uh, especially like the fight scene at the beach with the end. Oh, you got, you got. Um... No, it's not. It's not no, even good action no, look, scenes. I don't. Mate. I don't. So had better action scenes, and that's not can even I an talk? action film. Can I no, talk? No, you're fucking no. wrong. Go on. But, 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 I'm going back 20 years or something or whatever when Mission Impossible 2 came out, right? Also, the thing is, I do, I do concede as well. Not only is is um is the boy with striped pajamas a far better story and super emotional and just especially because because at the end of it is it is just it gets mixed up in it all he wants to do is just is just make a friend and then he ends up going into the chamber himself that that's and and that's being really disingenuous to the story i'll tell you what else (laughs) is disingenuous calling a Mm. film calling a sequel to the first film mission impossible 2 First mission must have been possible. And there was also yeah, yeah, a sequel yeah. to Mission Impossible 2, which, spoiler alert, ladies and mm. gentlemen, was called Mission was also Impossible 3. <laughs> yeah. Mission mm. Impossible 3, also not impossible, just a little bit, you know, hard work. I don't, I don't know why you'd pick Mission Impossible. But at the same time, because... did you cry like a little bitch at Mission Impossible? No, no because... You're, you're because... more of a man than crutch then. Well, no, but it, not... it does have a very good story. The Boy in but... the Shop Jarmers is amazing. Like, like, Mission Impossible is about as interesting as fucking Cop Death. That's how bad that film is. It's shit. It's not even the best Mission Impossible film. And you're putting it as your number one. That's for what? Because, and crying well, because at a fucking it's personal amazing to me. film that mm. fucking Boy in the Shop Jarmers is, is a bit, it's is. Not, not manly. It's not not manly at all. It's fucking an amazing film, and I guarantee you'd fucking be sobbing like a bitch if you'd watched it. I'm, I'm, I know I'm supposed you, to be why you, impartial. Why are you trying to demasculate him? Because mm. James said, "Oh, he was trying to. He was insinuating right. that." Let me put it. Let me put it simple to you, um, Mister uh, Mister James. You've got typing one name into into your into your laptop. Yeah. Like you, I want you to type in Vera. Farmiga. Oh, I like the bit after the far. <laughs> Vera Farmiga, yeah? Mm-hmm. Then in another tab, type in Tandy Newton. God, both of them spell the names weird. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if you were to go... Uh, in fairness, put in Tandy Newton Mission Impossible 2. Right. Because now she looks orid. Orid with a capital O. Yeah, <laughs> with a capital yeah. O. Yeah. God, that so tell be me, bad. who's better? So who, who tell me who's better looking? This Vera Farmiga or Tandy Newton in Mission Impossible Two? Oh, if you want to go down that route, then let's compare Denise Richards to fucking Emily Blunt. Because <laughs> I'll win hands down. I'll win hands down. I'll win hands down. You Will can't. He, you can't just argue. Fucking looks, mate. Not not in the fucking era of me too, you fucking sexist pig. No, I've got a couple more questions. <laughs> Genuinely, Banksy, first. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck in any of this list would you choose a sequel? Just why? The, f- the first one was very good. Especially um, a sequel that's like not as good one. as the first one. Mission Impossible 1 was brilliant. And, and, uh, was it was. It was uh, a very good movie. But I also... I, 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 I do just something about the second one. Like you had the Metallica soundtrack on it, um, and 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 which was, which was, um, uh, that you obviously the song I disappear and like I thought that was really good. It was just it was just good. It I can't Saint Anger I can't into Metallica. it why I like it so much. Uh, no. no, it's the load, load and it's reload, load or reload. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Crutch, just Which a quick is still not the you. best era of Metallica. Yeah, go on. These striped pajamas are they horizontal stripes or vertical stripes? Vertical, if I remember right. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah. I think they are vertical. 
Matt, I'll put it this way. Boy in the Striped Pyjamas has films where Jews get gassed. And you cried <sighs> at that. I hope you were... No, I cried at the fact that, <laughs> the, I cried at the, fact that the, Jew, the German boy got killed at the end. <laughs> Honestly, mate, the film had me. I was sobbing like a right fucking bitch, mate. <laughs> and I was watching it with a, a lady friend of mine. We weren't dating or anything. She's just a lass. And she's like, I'm not even crying at this. I was like, well, you ain't got a heart, you bitch. <laughs> Is that where the date ended? Yeah, I was uh, that weren't a date, mate. Just she just happened to be a lass. I was just pointing to the fact that a lady weren't crying at it. Yeah, I was. I was taking the piss out of myself. Ooh. Anyways, Jewish people get murdered in it. More Jewish people get gassed. Uh, it's a very good film. A lot better than fucking Mission Impossible. Fuck me. Uh, and it also right. has a uh, oh, and John Woo directed it as well. John Woo think, directed Mission Woo Impossible too. We've got to get down to the points, really, haven't we? Yeah, who, so wins? who wins? Is it five five or six four? For the sake of the the U and A podcast, we don't, you know, not everyone can be a loser, and I don't really like draws. So as much as I fucking hate to do it, I'm going to have to give it Banksy. So we have a winner. <laughs> well, or, or I could be nice about well, it and say that I don't want to imagine a world where Crutch cries himself to sleep after a film. No, I'm glad I cried at that film, mate. It's, it shows it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a brilliant film. I, I can't, it's a good I can't movie. afford it. So just to clarify, can you just give us the final scores? Michael's terrible movie list versus Jamie's super into the galactical, awesome, amazing movie list. And the winner is who? Uh, in the red corner, weighing in at £190. So you're, are pounds. you really, really going to give the win to Banksy? Ask yourself. Let this. him finish. Let Honestly, him finish. Now I'm going to have my closing statement. Are you really going to fucking give the win to Banksy, a man that thinks fucking Linkin Park's newest album was better than the classics? A man that thinks Mission Impossible 2 is his number one top film. Are you really going to give him that win? Did at any Think point in the past. Did at any point in the podcast either of you say that this list is in no particular order? No. no. We, we're specifically uh, doing no. it. My top ten versus his yeah. top nine versus top eight. So yeah. his top one is his number one film. Right. It's Mission um, Impossible 2. So, in second place, from the black country, allegedly, is Mr. Crutch. Fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, what was your corner? The red one or the blue one? Mine would be the white one. Yeah. The red corner, red after the Lancashire Rose. Oh, dear. Coming from wherever in West Yorkshire, just follow the fucking M1 long enough and you'll get there. Pretty much. Is Mr. Michael Banks... Can you provide to our lovely listeners, Mr. Banksy, your speech, not only as the winner, but as someone that won on Mission Impossible 2? What it shows is that despite what people have said, Jamie, on this podcast, how Michael is always wrong and Banksy's talking shit, that actually, Michael doesn't talk shit. Michael just speaks from the heart. So I want to thank God. I want to thank <laughs> Donald Trump. I want to I want to thank that Iranian guy who was blown up by Donald Trump. I want to thank the coronavirus. I also want to, <laughs> to, to thank I also want to thank James, our wonderful host and totally unbiased voter operator. Unbiased. He's not I also want 90% to vote. of the film. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was well, do you know what you should have done? You should have come up with a better argument and our debate so on right, that we, note we need me, to do this properly I'm with done. someone that knows for not Crutch. fucking a half, half down syndrome half fucking half dead oh, fucking well, well saying this to James world. saying this to James is definitely going to get your points isn't it Crutch I was oh, just yeah, going to ask I've you lost. actually I've lost mate uh, as well as wasting all of our listeners time with your four good films and your six pathetic films can you issue an apology to all the fans, not only for wasting their time, but can you tell them why you were wrong 
how you fucked up and how you're not going to fuck up next time. Well, I'm going to take the the Jamie Corbyn style of uh, apology here and say that you are wrong. And I, I, I lost the vote but won the argument. Ah. How about that? Let's and on that note, first ladies and gentlemen, post. that's uh, this that's this week's episode has come to an end. Thank fuck, it's been an absolute calamity from start to finish. I'm now going to kill myself and probably several other other people with me. And uh, for me, it's going to be a goodbye. Anyone else going to say goodbye, me. or are you just going to fucking and, stand there staring at yourselves? Well, what and do I for do me, now? the uh, the the champion of this podcast, it's a it's a goodbye and a vision. Yeah, um, James. What Michael said, he said he was ill this week. It sounds like he just sneezed. Uh, he might have been saying goodbye. We'll never know, really. <laughs> but for mm. me, um, not all bias referee. Uh, I wasn't paid off, <laughs> and we have got VAR in operation. Uh, it's been a fantastic competition, guys. Thanks for taking part. Uh, anyone that's made it this far, thank you as well. If you haven't made it this far, you can't hear me. But fuck you. <laughs> right and uh, I hope you all fucking die especially Banksy I hope you fucking die anally twice perfect and <laughs> end <laughs> <laughs>